It's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Good evening. It's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast, episode 29. Staying cool off the grid. I mean, temperature-wise. We're, we're not the people to come to if you want to know how to be cool. Well. I mean. I mean. We have the I don't care thing going on. Maybe that's cool. That's the literal definition of being <laughs> cool. Okay, well then you've come to the right place. Off grid and the heat. Mm-hmm. This is the question. How do you deal? Well, first, I don't live in a normal house. Well, there's that. We'll get into that. I think the key is not needing the cooling. Not needing AC. It's an art. Yeah, and we have AC. We could run AC. Mm-hmm. It's August 3rd. It's mm-hmm. 33 degrees outside. 95% Celsius humidity. Celsius for humidity. our American friends. I don't know what that is. 105? 106? Like 100 at least. Yeah. And we have not yet even considered plugging in or turning on the No, we really haven't. It's fine. It's been an enlightening year. Yeah. Yeah. The previous years, we, because we've been building our house, yeah. we didn't have enough insulation in the roof. Uh-huh. And just this past spring, yeah, we added we, all that insulation. We, we replaced our roof and we put in what I would call enough insulation. Yeah. It's not a crazy amount, but no, it's sufficient. it's a normal amount. We yeah. had big, big gaps. And uh, yeah, it's incredible. It's amazing. The the walls, the I mean, it's not seventy, but it's not eighty-five. No, yeah, no, it's completely livable. Yeah. First of all, the big question. I think we have time for this before the break. Yes, Mm -hmm. you can do AC off the grid. You can, especially if the sun is shining, which is when you mostly need AC. Yeah, so it works out well. Yeah. A small window unit they can use 500 to a thousand watts so you just watch those numbers when you're buying one mm-hmm. if you have central AC that's probably more like 3500 watts yes so you'd need to size your system accordingly it's a lot of power uh, running a 1000 watt AC unit for eight hours a day that's eight kilowatt hours so you can do the math on your system see if yeah. you can get away with that and, and still run your freezer at night this is more of a question for an HVAC right. contractor but really, what it boils down to is, if your system's adequately sized, it all depends on your square footage. Yeah. So this isn't a simple math equation. This is... Right. There's a whole art to how if much... If you have a really big house, and, and it's really not well insulated, maybe that wouldn't what? be enough. What I really don't get is these uninsulated houses in Texas and hot places. How do they... Are you kidding me? It's a buffer. Yeah. Like, you need insulation. Whether it's a hot house Mm -hmm. or a cold house. We are living here at 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. And we are thanking our stars that we have insulation. An exorbitant R60 insulation. Yeah. We lived in the cottage. Yeah. And it had almost no insulation. Yeah. And it was torture. It's like R13. It was torture. It was like an oven. It was an oven. Yeah. And it was impossible to get rid of the heat. And... Yeah. I don't, I like, don't is this just, I think it's just them. bad building. How is that code? I don't know. I right? Don't know. Makes you question code. Why is that code? That shouldn't be code. Anyways, that's, is that's, you, wrong. you can run AC. It's better if you just don't have to. Y- yes. With that, 
Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break and thank Major Mom's Ground Control for also making the outside of our house habitable, bug-free, and weed-free. <laughs> I can't believe the bug reduction. Yeah. It's incredible. It's derived from flowers and herbs and natural ingredients that you might make use while you know making your organic fancy soap or something. That's what's in it. Ingredients you'd use to pickle beans. Yeah. It's the her- a herbicide and insecticide in one, and you use it, it around your foundation, around your deck, your patio, fence lines, around your pool for a peaceful, weed-free, bug-free experience. It really is peaceful. It's beautiful. And you can go to offgridprepfamily.com and visit our friends page for a $15 off coupon and free shipping. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. The next thing that you want to do, if at all possible, and this is what has really helped us, or one of the things that's really helped us, is passive solar. Mm-hmm. A well-designed, well-insulated home built with cooling and heating in mind does you more good than the biggest AC and HVAC system you can put in. It really does. Y- you might be hearing some banging Those are the, the bird background. bangers. It's <laughs> the, the bird bangers. These, From the orchards. I've only recently learned that these are propane-fired compression units. Yeah, it's they, interesting. It's like... Uh, it's like the most inefficient internal combustion engine ever. <laughs> they made it inefficient on purpose. On purpose to make loud noises. Is that a brick Tamlin mm. joke? Loud noises. Loud noises. Okay, so that's what the banging is. We are not in a war zone. It's it's the archery. <laughs> okay. Aren't we? <laughs> Aren't we? Aren't we? <laughs> so we're talking about like window placement and sizes. Yeah. We have very few south-facing windows. They're and very they're skinny. They're small. Yes. We also have very few north-facing windows because we live in Canada. Mm. And, and they are very small. few west-facing. Yeah, we only have one west-facing On window. On our island, which is a really kind of an anomaly area, like the whole east coast yeah. is an anomaly, we get the most incredibly harsh west sun. Yeah. Yeah. As that sun sets, it tries to burn the soul out of you. <laughs> it's We also we have like one main like large section of roof and it mm-hmm. slopes towards the north. Yes. Because that's where our cold wind comes from. Mm-hmm. And we have really large overhangs on our eaves so that in the winter time the sun goes into our windows and heats the front of our house, but in the summertime when the sun angles higher, the sun doesn't go onto our wall as much and doesn't go into the windows yeah and we didn't really design this so much on purpose i mean we well, did we did but, but we it was more than an intuitive thing yeah we we didn't get out the sun, sun angle chart but no we knew what we were doing we had a feeling I mean, for what we were doing i knew what we were doing <laughs> but okay <laughs> uh, also if you have thick walls from for example a straw bale or a cob house and you place those windows sort of in the middle or to the back of that wall, you get sun in those windows in the winter, but not in the summer. Mm, because yep. it casts a shadow, Yeah, right? when the sun's high. Yeah. Uh, vegetation also, uh, like living shade, right? Deciduous yep. trees. We have vines on our south-facing walls. And it blocks so much heat and so much sun, and yeah. then in the winter, the leaves fall off, and you get the full effect of that. They do. Warmth. They soak up the sun. Yeah. We also have a pool with rooms sort of centered around it, around the courtyard, kind of like they do in the Middle East. 
It moderates the temperature. It really it, does. It makes it warmer there in the winter and cooler in the summer, and mm -hmm. it creates like this little microclimate. You can also grow things in that courtyard later on in the year than you could out in the garden. I'm amazed yeah. at the performance of the vines in the courtyard yeah. versus down in the vineyard. Yeah, it's like they think that they're in Greece or something. Mm, it's incredible. So that's passive solar. Uh, Which is really 90% of it. It's really... It, it is most of it. It's kind of like, yeah, plan well and then you have less work to do later. Mm -hmm. There are other options as far as like off-grid things. If you don't live in a humid climate, we live in a super humid climate, but if you don't... Surprisingly you could, humid. You could use a swamp cooler. Mm -hmm. Keep it clean so you don't give yourself black lung. We built a swamp cooler. Yeah, it doesn't work here because it just makes everything sweatier. No, it's just <laughs> sweaty. It's just also, the air can't hold any more moisture. <laughs> if you're in the desert, anywhere in the southern Euro U.S., yeah, you can probably get southwestern U.S., I should say, people in Georgia would be oh. cursing me for yeah. claiming I have humidity issues. Yeah. I don't you know. Can you it's always 95 or up here, so I don't see how it could be more I humid don't anywhere else. Why isn't 100 water? I, that's what bothers me. The humidity index, 100% humidity. Should be your swimming. You're swimming underwater. Well, when it's 100, it's kind of like we're in a cloud. It really is, actually. So. Yeah, that's uh, true. Okay. Also, earth ships could be cool. That depends on your climate. I know there's one here, and he's always complaining about how cold it is in the winter. I can't imagine that thing's still alive. There's no way. It's yeah, years. they were always moving out during the winter always. because it was too cold. Also, on my previous comment, I'm sure there's some scientist somewhere rolling in his grave at my lack of knowledge yeah. on the topic. We we're, It's not an HVAC podcast. No. Okay. You can look into something called an absorption cooler. They're on YouTube. They're sort of one of those DIY hobbyist things that people like to do. It's off-the-shelf parts. The one that I saw actually used more power than RAC unit, but I mean, I feel like the concept is really good. Yeah. Um, there's also earth coupled heat exchangers where you like, it's sort of like, what's that thing called where they drill all the wells? Geothermal. Yeah. Only somehow it's the opposite of that. Is it an that. air to air thing? I don't know. Well, Maybe. I, could, I, I think could, they make tubes under the yeah. So what they do is they put air. they put big O okay weeping tile. I know you know what big O is, yes. but for our listeners, big O is a four inch diameter perforated uh, kind of ribbed PVC black tubing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's like a giant hose. Okay, and they they basically excavate the site and they lay all this giant hose. Okay, but not quote weeping tile. There's no holes in it okay so it's just filled with air it's just filled with well it's filled with ambient air right like they don't fill it with anything it's oh, just yeah. cheap yeah. pvc tubing okay and they lay it all around the ground in these patterns mm -hmm. and the idea is the ground is generally always cool like a cold basement exactly but you run into the same issues as when you're trying to do a swamp cooler right like the air it's going through there yeah. is catching all the bacteria Mm -hmm. So then you have to run a UV filter, which you uses power, mm -hmm. and it's a whole other thing with right. logistics. It'd be it's like geothermal. You'd never run geothermal off-grid. No, never. Like, not unless no. you were a multi-millionaire. Geothermal <laughs> was the birth, it was the the time where the technology gave birth to uh, uh, heat pumps, modern mm -hmm. heat pumps, mm -hmm. which are basically just compressors. Right. So you turn electricity 
into compression, which generates heat. Yes. We're not going to get into the yeah. science. I know the science. It's it involves refrigerant and cooling. Right. But probably too much. It's too much grid. power. Okay. Which, frankly, if it doesn't work off grid, it shouldn't work in normal cold right. life. Yeah. Like, there's a there's a thing there if where it, if it doesn't make any sense yeah. off grid, it's probably not something people should be using no. unless you're expecting rolling brownouts. Exactly, and. This is a, a new thing where people are commenting on how the the grid the there's all these things to comments to cut usage. But we but should all drive a Tesla, which charges from yeah, the coal-fired grid. We should all get a heat pump. Oh my god! And then nobody has any. If I see food. one more heat pump out, I swear. <laughs> Attic insulation would be my number one. Number thing. one. Attic insulation. Not everyone can live in a straw bale house. No. Everybody can beef up their attic insulation. Yeah. Uh, you need to learn your home mm -hmm. and do the curtains close, windows close, windows open on the mm -hmm. other side of the house dance. Yeah. Uh, we have some really thick, heavy curtains. They're actually made out of drop cloths from Home Depot. But cotton. Yeah. I didn't even know you could buy yeah. cotton in that you amount. You can check out Farmhouse on Boone if you want the tutorial for the drop cloth curtains. Yeah. It's easy. It is. Go to Home Depot. It's the cheapest fabric you can buy. They actually have two lines of canvas drop cloth. Yeah. It's like it's some kind of a fashion store. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I get the fancy one. Yeah, I know, one. right? So, learning where the sun hits. Mm -hmm. If the sun's hitting that window and that side of the house, you mm -hmm. close the windows, you close the blinds, you close the doors. Mm -hmm. You keep them open on the shady side and then... Oh, and if you want to know how to turn your drop cloth that you buy at the hardware into actual curtains, mm -hmm. step one is having two working brain cells, mm -hmm. and step two is $100 on a cheap sewing machine. Yeah. Like, this is really, Our this is the advantage of technology. Are shaved trees, like they saplings. Are, they're, they're saplings that died <laughs> in their third or fourth year. Like, they're a couple of inches in diameter. shaved the bark off them yep. and put them there. Mm -hmm. Yes. They're resplendent. Done. <laughs> I'm looking at a set of curtains in my bedroom now, which has a total cost of about five dollars. Yeah, and they're and thick and really not like that like much linen. labor. Yeah, yeah, they're gorgeous. All right, um, do I have enough time to talk about our values, or do we need to? No, I think you do. Okay. You absolutely do, because this is really important. Okay. A two by four wall with fiberglass insulation. Depending on the insulation, it's, you're going to get ideally R13 to R15. That's now, if you do it perfectly. Yes. Now, there were recently a bunch of tornado tornadoes in Ontario, mm -hmm. and these walls were two by. We're going to go air quotes six. So five which and is three. Five eighths. and three eighths. Okay. Not even five and a half. Yeah. Look what kind of gut punch is that? <laughs> Thanks, logging industry. <laughs> and what's the R value of a two by six wall? R19 to R21, depending on if you use cellulose, right. blown in, fiberglass. So you've got all these houses, best case scenario, built with two by six walls. Yeah. It's a very specialty thing to mm -hmm. have a builder go beyond that. Yeah. And our walls have our 60. Yeah. From what we can tell. It could be more because we kind of went a little heavy on the stucco. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's. And we put our bales the thick way 
So with so the, the grains couple, facing out? Yeah, so they're a couple inches thicker because mm -hmm. we had the square footage and we were like, eh, why and not? bales are cheap. They're still cheap. Bales are cheap. Relatively. And they stack better if you we put them We still could build anyways. our house for an entire zero yeah. less than what you build a normal house. Yeah. And three times the R value? I don't see where don't the... Know. Log cabins, you're looking at R1 per inch. So if your average log is 10 inches thick... That's our 10. That's abysmal. You can add like that polystyrene -y sort of stuff. Yeah, but that's. You gain about four, our uh, four per inch. That's so. awful. This getting the house right. Is, but this is important. And Laying getting, out all the styles. Getting the, every, you know, picking the right house to begin with or yep. building the right house to begin with saves you so much energy and time later on. And on that note, it's time to talk about Thrive Life because we have a coupon code on our website for 15% off your first order and they have 25% off August specials. So you stack those two up and you get some pretty cheap freeze-dried corn. Yeah, that's really great. It's only six items that are on the August sale. Corn, blueberries, peach slices, pineapples, broccoli, and peas. We do so much with that freeze-dried broccoli. It is so handy in the winter for oh, like yeah. broccoli cheese soup and stuff. All of those fruits. And everybody loves sweet corn. Yeah. The only problem with sweet corn is trying to keep it in the house and out of your kids sneaking it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to check that out, go to our friends and affiliates page at offgridprepfamily.com. 15% and 25%. I know where I'm going right after this <laughs> podcast before everybody listening sells out. Okay, also air leakage is crucial, so like if you're going to shut up your doors and windows, winter mm -hmm. or summer, you lose more heat from air than you do from insulation. You do. You do. But there is an art to it in our house. Mm -hmm. You have to, you still have to allow vapor to transfer through. Right. A straw bale home still breathes. It breathes. But we have such high R value that it yeah. doesn't. A really modern home, difference. there was a thing. The leaky condo syndrome. Ironically, back in the 90s, yeah. called R2000. Ooh. And it was these condos they built in Vancouver. I remember. And it was, yeah. I think it was like, it was like the topic of thesis. Theses? Mm -hmm. We learned about it in school. Does theses rhyme with feces? Oh, it, it should. Does it mean everybody's full of you know what? <laughs> and I just Stop. thought of that now. Stop. Anyway, they. they <laughs> Button all these houses up with plastic. Yeah, and then, and then everything rotted. Every apartment. Acrylic stucco on them. It and was everything just got black mold and they all had to be ripped out. I'm sure some of our listeners have seen those videos where the there's like a water leak uh -huh. and then the paint like just bubbles and holds right. that water you get this and expands. Bubble on your ceiling. So clearly that doesn't breathe moisture. <laughs> anyway. There's there is an art to the stucco and the concrete yeah. and the natural materials and concrete is a very natural material. Yeah. Well, and mostly it's beach sand for us. For the most part, yeah. yeah. The it's majority four to one. of our house is waste product from a mm -hmm. neighboring field of organic wheat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And beach sand. Yeah. And lumber milled from here. And there's many documented cases of the grass, which becomes a straw, mm -hmm. lasting for decades, of years, yeah. like centuries. As long as it doesn't get wet, nothing's yeah. going to happen to it. And even if it does get a little wet, as long as it can breathe, it dries out and yeah. it's fine. It's this this amazing byproduct. Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, and it's a waste product. We're all it is a waste product. Reusing. You'll find most of this information when you look up thatched roofing, because mm. that's where most of the those thatched roofs last for like hundreds of yeah. years. All you have to replace is the ridge piece. Yeah. So basically, we've built our house yeah. as a giant thatched roof, and then we covered it, in and stucco. then we cover it in concrete yeah. and beach sand, and it's incredible. Yeah. We're five years in now, and. It I, performs very well. Yeah, I'm amazed. I mean, it, it was an experiment. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah. So with that, the last tip I would have is, instead of running your air conditioner, go for a swim. Yeah. Creek, lake, beach, mm -hmm. pool. Our kids are in the pool like three times a day. <laughs> constantly constantly in the pool yeah. and if they are in the pool and it's way too hot we actually get a lot of like school and like online work and stuff done July mm -hmm. and August yeah because it's just too hot it's too hot to work it's too and hot so to then, build and then in like September October we like do more outside stuff again we usually take like May off from school and September yeah because that's just what works with the heat and the jobs around here mm-hmm what else are we up to right now it's cucumber season. It is cucumber season. Today it's we did another five gallon pail. Literally of exploding. It's I, ridiculous. It's been I'm so excited. Like a week. We're like, gonna have like 30, 30 gallons, gallons of cucumbers. It's insane. Yeah, we're getting at least two <laughs> gallons a day. It's so amazing. So today we did five. Mm -hmm. And so the recipe, if you're wondering, if you too have cucumbers on your counter and you're wondering, what am I going to do with these? The recipe was clean five gallon pail preferably a white one with a number two on the bottom of it so it's food safe but you know you use what you got use what you got uh i used two and a half cups of salt i dissolved it in just enough hot water to make it dissolve and then i filled the rest of the bucket about say like half full with berkey water i added some garlic some dill some grape leaves. Did you put garlic in there? Yeah, I put in three cloves of garlic. Like, did you break them up? Yeah. Or? Mm -hmm. Nice. I, I know, know that. Right? Garlic cool. pickles. Then we layered in pickles, which you have to cut the blossom ends off. I just cut off both ends, really tiny amounts. Mm -hmm. If you don't cut the blossom ends off, your pickles go mushy. Oh, At I this didn't point, know that. if you want to like slice them or make like spears or something, you can. I just did like whole pickles this time because the kids love that. It's like going to Disneyland or something. Yeah. You get that giant pickle. It's a lot of fun. Then... It's like a vegetable version of a turkey leg. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I never did the turkey leg. Uh, no. I wanted to. I think we bought one once. In all of our times to Disney, mm -hmm. we bought one once, and it's such a greasy, disgusting mess that you end up, like, tossing it. You're like, right. is this a pig leg? Like, they're so Yeah, they're nasty. Big. Right. Anyways. Yeah, but I can't imagine that's the case there now. Oh, yeah, probably not. Well, all, we're all never going to go to Disney again, so we're just going to hold on to those memories. Non-humans that exist there? <laughs> I, I don't even know. Non-somethings. I mean, okay. I guess their, base, their thing is fantasy. Yes. But you... <laughs> Anyways, I'm just going to hold on to what Disney used to be. And... Oh, okay. So you layer in pickles, or at this point, cucumbers. Mm -hmm. Great, please cucumbers great please and if you need to you add more water as mm -hmm. you're growing until you get almost to the top then you put in something to smoosh them all down i put in like a big full layer of grape leaves as like a cap and then i put in a big bowl and then in that bowl i put in some 
scrubbed clean rocks to weight it down so that everything is underwater. Mm-hmm. And then I put the lid on loose and mm-hmm. I'm going to check them every couple of days. And when they're not salty and they start tasting like the right amount of sourness, then we either refrigerate them or we'll just like quickly water bath can them or even oven can them. And did you, just now, did you talk about your actual recipe like... Two salt. and a half cups of salt and right. five gallons of stuff. Right. So something happens with the salt and the fermentation. It's called lacto fermentation. Yeah. If you have an old batch of pickles that are like already done properly like that, you can add that. It's like a bacteria thing. It's amazing. And it makes it go faster. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to. It'll find it on its own. Yeah. If you're doing something more like carrots like mm-hmm. something less watery mm-hmm. you can cut down a little bit on the salt now this all started because we canned what we would call in this century traditional we use traditional canning yeah, methods just like the recipe from the once again can air quotes yeah traditional like the last 30 years traditional yeah and it's a goddamn mess <laughs> first of just all just like it uses vinegar. vinegar, which is not vinegar. Vinegar is well, wine that has... You, fer- could no. use, you could use, like, apple cider vinegar, but could you imagine how much it would cost to do an Even entire that. year's worth of canning with apple cider vinegar? Oh, it would cost... It would be exorbitant. Yeah. Vinegar, until very recently, used to be spoiled wine. Wine yeah. that fermented too long. Actually, I was just in the pantry tonight, and one of the jugs... It's I got to do tomorrow, <laughs> or it's going to be way too dry. Okay. So vinegar is wine that fermented too long. But all of modern vinegar, frankly, comes from gasoline. It's called acetic acid. It's a chemical transition from some horrible byproduct. It has nothing to do with the roots of vinegar's origin. But it'll kill any bug. Yeah, and you. Yeah. It's horrible. We got such terrible heartburn for the last two (laughs) years from all the canning we did. Mm -hmm. We have to wash it off just to (laughs) eat it, and even then it's basically in a mood also it like they it it makes mush mushy pickles it does it kills everything yeah and i don't like mushy pickles i like bouncy pickles there is a there is an art an actual art that can that is still what we're doing now and what we're just relearning Mm -hmm. in terms of natural canning live cultures it's like the way that at first you're like mm-hmm. you're just happy that you could make a loaf of bread that didn't suck yeah and cook a whole chicken without it being raw in the middle yes but then you're like i'm gonna spatchcock this chicken and i'm gonna grow up myself and i'm gonna harvest it myself and i'm gonna make some sourdough bread yeah like you like go up a level well no what really happened was just in the last two or three generations after the world wars mm-hmm. Everything just became violently industrialized. Well, violently. it had to become easy so that both parents had time to work. <laughs> if, if if you were still sourdough fermenting and... Yeah. Like, remember, like, my grandma used to talk about how she'd order a chicken and it would show up on her doorstep in a cage. Yeah. And, like, that was your chicken for the night. Mm-hmm. And, like, every housewife just knew how to dispatch a chicken and just pluck Could it on her backstep. Could you imagine that? No. So now we don't have the skills, but and that was your grandma. Have, That's not that long ago. We have canned ham and canned everything and Ritz crackers. And it's all crap. It's all it's all garbage. Good. But it has to be easy because mm-hmm. otherwise, how on earth are they going to get all that income tax? Exactly. Anyways, we're off track. We are, but this is important <laughs> stuff. It is. It's good stuff. It's all related. Do you have a quote for me today, dear? 
I do. It's all about cooling your home. It's okay. not about expending energy to cool your house. The important thing is about preparing your house to be cool in the first place. What wise person said that quote? I don't know, some jackass. So that's Carter, the off-grid dad. That's an original quote, it's I an hope. original. Design it, build it right in the first place. Yeah, or if you're in a house already... He says, paraphrasing his own quote poorly. <laughs> if you're in a house already... It's easier just to insulate it and try and make it better than it is it to try is. and cool it. Just, if you live in a hot or a cold climate, just add insulation. Because that buffer yeah. is everything. Yeah, and because then you're using less energy and less money well, long term. What was that thing you pointed out about Georgia? It's insanely hot. Yeah. But at night... It cools down. It cools down. That's like the perfect example of a yeah. time to use insulation. Yeah, because then you can let your house and fill up with cool air. They don't air use insulation all night, and then close it up during the day. Or, or stay cold. now everything we say, there's an option. Okay, what? Drop your clothes uh -huh. and run into the bushes, uh -huh. like one of our favorite characters in the John Steinbeck book, The Grapes of Wrath. Remember oh. the handicapped kid? He just the walked uncle. into the forest. The special uncle. He just left. He just waded down the river. Now, that's also an option. If you are not shocked with <laughs> immediate terror, knowing that that's a horrible decision, yeah, you're an idiot, and you need to do more research. But, but if you you're a real also. person, you can hear these words and understand. Okay, I need to prepare. Yeah. I need to work on the basics. And then it's easier. It forever. is easier. You make one hard year and easier, of extra insulation, and every year after that is easier. Easier doesn't make you fat. It doesn't make you lazy. No. Easier means you have space to do real things Other and stuff. better stuff. Important stuff. Yeah. All right. Now that we've alienated our entire listenership, thank you <laughs> if you're still here. If you could share our podcast with a friend, that helps us out so, so, so much. Or give us a five-star review. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. If you don't mind. Thanks, y'all. See you later. Bye.